Nation. Mark and Kim here with you today. Thank you for joining us in this conversation once yeah, again. Oh man, it is just good to have time together. Yes, it is. It's good to have good discussion and especially around the Word of God. Amen. So we're going to get right into Luke 5 today. Luke 5. We still feel in our heart that we want to just kind of give a health boost, you know, just try. Realizing that there's a lot of people that either you know someone who's been sick, is sick, maybe you yourselves are maybe physically struggling right now, um, and we need to know how to minister to our family healing. That's right. We need to learn and know how to receive healing when when something comes up, you know, whether it's a, a recurring thing we've lived with or whether it's the result of an accident. Um, or a diagnosis or something that develops. So we just felt like here on Family Mission, because this really is all about a divine reset of our health. That's right. And so uh, our foundation scripture for these health and healing studies is Hebrews 13, 8, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, yesterday, today, today, and and forever. forever. And that we are placed and seated with him Right at the right hand of the Father. So Amen. if he's been reset because of the blood that was shed, we <laughs> are reset. Raised up together with him. Raised up together with him. Seated in heavenly places. Seated in heavenly places. And, you know, um, just want to remind everybody that the divine health and healing is not just something that has to do with sickness. It actually has to do with Spirit, mm-hmm. soul, and body, Amen. wholeness, complete healing and health and shalom. Amen. And so... Um, Let me give them a scripture on that, Kim. That's a great truth. Let me uh, um, always like to, when we can, make sure we give you the address for these truths. First Thessalonians five twenty three says, And the very God of peace... Very God of peace. Sanctify you wholly... Holy, entirely, that's right, Mm -hmm. completely. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, I remember something um, that was said in healing school in in our time in the early 90s. And um, it was actually said by um, Brother Keith Moore. And there was a gentleman that came into healing school. Of course, you ushered um, Mm -hmm. in healing school at that time. And so you knew you were in the service where this took place. But I remember him talking about that um, in that service. And I actually think I was at that particular service as well. But we've told this story before. And I'm sure Brother Keith has told it many, Mm -hmm. many times. But this gentleman, he... He actually came in, and he was he was a man. He had cancer, and he had cancer in in, in the brain. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was something that was in. Yeah. I mean, he was very sick. Inoperable, and, and it inoperable. was a terminal. And diagnosis. it was a terminal diagnosis. And so, um, Brother Keith, you know, was was before the Lord, and I'm going to just kind of cut all of some of the story out. But long story short. Brother Keith said that it was very, the Lord had revealed that it Mm -hmm. was something that 
you you just share how how well, he Lord, stated it. Lord made it clear to Brother Keith. He said, you know, getting cancer off the brain. Now this is the Lord speaking to him. Getting cancer off the brain is really easy. That's right for him. You know, to heal the brain, to mm-hmm. heal that tissue, to remove the tumor. We know that that is easy for the Lord. That's, That's not right. a struggle. A big challenge that's right he said but the challenge is getting Getting cancer cancer off off the mind mind. yeah that's right and he said so that's what he really focused on um because sometimes it's you know it's kind of like you can take israel they came out of egypt but egypt didn't come out of them that's right they still thought uh as survivalist and and god says no you're coming to mount sinai you're going to come to me and i'm going to be your father i'm going to be your protector i'm going to be your provider but they just couldn't lose that slave mentality and they always longed to go back because egypt wasn't really out of them yet well and i think that it's so important that when we're facing something when it comes to illness or sickness is it's real easy to be focused on what's wrong Mm -hmm. instead of being focused on what's right and maybe maybe you've had something that you have have had a pattern even in your thought process and your and and it's affected it's affected your wholeness it's, it mm-hmm. it has affected health in your mind and in your soul mm-hmm. well how do you change that you get that off your mind yeah you have to you can't just uh, get quiet. You have to replace, you know, t- the Bible says in Matthew 6, Jesus said, take no thought saying, Yeah. you know, so uh, what we say and what we speak has the power to redirect our thoughts, That's right. redirect our thinking. And, um, you know, there's just something so, so important in all this and, and pain if you're living in pain, especially, that pain has such a loud voice. Voice, voice, And it voice. keeps the symptoms in front of you. It keeps your condition very fresh before you. But that doesn't mean that pain has a louder voice than truth. That's right. Um, and especially if you're dealing with chronic pain and severe pain, then what we're talking about is going to it's going to take a pretty intense effort to push back against those feelings and that pain and the voice of that pain and get the voice of truth. I mean, and quite literally, you may have to turn up the music, so to speak. You might have to turn up the volume of truth in your life. And I mean, literally, like if you're listening to worship music, you might have to just raise that volume, you know, and get the get the praise and the worship louder than the voice of that pain well, that you and, might be facing. And I, I, I think this is really important to mention, too. You know, Brother Hagen taught us faith does not deny things. Mm-hmm. It actually changes things. And we've talked about that um, in our other discussions in along these lines, and that is that we have to make sure that we're not just ignoring something because mm-hmm. faith doesn't ignore something. Yeah, It looks at it head on and it says, no. That's right. This voice, this pain, mm-hmm. Jesus took, Scripture says, mm-hmm. Jesus bore my my pain. That's right. My sickness, my disease, so that 
and and, and those stripes by mm-hmm. his stripes I am healed. That's right. So you have to answer. So you the have pain. to answer the pain. So faith doesn't deny it. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not ever, we don't want anyone, you know, maybe you've been in a situation that there's been a, a, a reciprocal pattern in your family and it's caused much sickness mm-hmm. in the functionality of, because sickness is basically just lack, just something that's taken the peace away. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe you're, you're one, I, I, I just hear this in my spirit. Maybe you're one that there has been a pattern of sickness and lack mm-hmm. in your finances. You have to don't just deny it. Don't mm-hmm. just act like it's not there. Look at it straight on mm-hmm. and then allow the word of God to change it. Amen. Your faith rising up in the word of God, taking taking what um, instruction is in the Word of God in regards to, you know, maybe it's um, maybe it's finances, maybe it's you know he- healing, natural mm-hmm. healing, maybe it's solical healing, maybe it's forgiveness, mm-hmm. maybe it's um, fear and anxiety because those two things they take, yeah, yeah. they take. There, I mean, maybe you deal with anxiety, mm-hmm. maybe you have panic attacks. Mm-hmm. How much is stolen from panic attacks, from from fear? That's right. I mean, and it will come to a place that it will completely grip you Mm -hmm. in the natural. That that panic, that fear, and then there's the shame that results in the in the confusion and why is this happening? Why you know, especially if you've prayed about it mm-hmm. and sought the Lord about it, and it's still occurring. I mean, all these things spin off into other arenas. And I love what you're saying, Kim, because I'm hearing two things the Holy Spirit highlighted as we've been talking. Number one, focus on the Lord. Keep your attention on Him. You know, worship the Lord. Turn up the music. Get your focus on Him. But that's not so that you can deny what you're experiencing. It's not just about hiding and trying to run from it. Because in His presence, He's going to speak to us. And when He speaks to us and a scripture comes up or a word is highlighted or the Holy Spirit brings something forward, then we turn and we make sure we face the pain. We face Mm -hmm. it. We confront it. If you heard our previous uh, podcast, we talked about when Jesus ministered to Peter's mother-in-law. He he put his hands on her, but it says he spoke to the fever. That's right. He spoke to it. So if if the fever can hear, and it did, because the Bible says it left her, she rose and ministered to them. So obviously, Mm -hmm. fevers can hear. If fevers can hear, pain can hear. That's right. And if pain can hear, we need to be speaking to it. That's if right. symptoms in our body, you know, call them out and speak to them and say, I'm speaking to you in the name of Jesus. Loose my body. Get out of my body. You know, allow that peace that comes to your heart in times of praise and worship to give you a, a solid footing to speak to and answer and, and confront those symptoms, particularly pain, that seems like that's a really, really crippling thing when pain gets real severe and it's real uh, consistent. That's right. Well, you know, as you were saying that, I this scripture rose up, um, Philippians three fourteen, mm-hmm. and 
And, you know, we have to make this actually, this scripture is key. It's a, it's a focus scripture. So if you write down anything from our discussion today, write down Philippians 3.14. And in the ESV translation, it says, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to read this in the Passion Translation, same verse, Philippians 4, um, um, 14. 314. I'm sorry, yes, 314. What did I say, 4? I'm sorry. Okay. Philippians 314. I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. Amen. See, we we can't do these things in our in our own strength. And when we were talking about, you know, faith doesn't deny things, it changes things. That's not something that can be done just in the natural. Yeah, it's supernatural. It is supernatural. It's a total it's 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 the spiritual realm. And yes, we 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 are a spirit being. We we have a natural body. And whenever that natural body is talking to us, mm-hmm. we have to look beyond the natural and go straight to the spiritual, which is our divine ma- ma- makeup. Mm-hmm. It's 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 we are we are a spirit. And remember, you gave us that. Well, I gave you the verse, but she was quoting it. Um, the spirit, soul, and body. That yes. verse in First Thessalonians, Thessalonians five twenty three. Notice it begins mm-hmm. with spirit. That's right. It, it, that's where it begins. Then soul, then body. So healing, deliverance, everything we need from God comes from the inside out. Spirit, soul, then body. That's right. So just like Philippians 3.14 in this Passion Translation says, we run straight Amen. for the divine invitation. He, he's our help. Amen. He, he's, he's, he's what we press towards. He's what we're reaching for. And it says, um, I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal. That means... There is a mark of heaven that we can reach for and we can obtain and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus, through the anointing, through the anointing of Jesus. So we do this through Mm -hmm. Jesus, his anointing and with the help of the Holy Spirit, because we can't do nothing in Mm -hmm. our own strength. And remember the opening verse we used was Hebrews thirteen eight, that Jesus Christ, Jesus anointed, anointed. or the anointing of Jesus mm-hmm. is the same yesterday, yesterday today, today, and, and forever. forever. So through the anointing of Jesus, she quoted uh, that's uh, Philippians three fourteen in the Passion. Through the anointing of Jesus, we can run straight towards that divine invitation. So there is a mark that we can aim at. Amen. And and if we just keep our focus on that mark and we pursue that mark, mm-hmm. it, it, we just keep keep going. Just, you know, I love it whenever we both, Samuel and Daniel, when they learned to ride bikes, you know, it wasn't that we, they didn't just get on their bike and mm-hmm. they didn't look down 
at the wheel in the front or between their handlebars. Mm-hmm. No, we kept saying, no, 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 no. Look you up, can't, look you up. cannot, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. You can't look down where you're at. You got to look up where you're going. Mm-hmm. And so when we get our focus on where we're going and what we're reaching for and what we're aiming for, the the sharper the aim, mm-hmm. the easier it is to hit the target. That's right. And so um, we are going to look at Luke 5 yeah. as here real quick and, and just look at this account, this healing account. And what healing account is this? This is the healing of the man who was carried by four friends to a Ooh. house where Jesus was teaching. Ah. He had and some good friends, didn't he? Had he? Some, we like to call them four crazy friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, know, they were determined to get him into right. Jesus. Because the house was jam-packed, and it wasn't like, uh, I'm sure there was definitely people there that wanted to be there, but the Bible is very clear that it was full of Pharisees and doctors of the law. And, of course, we understand that they traditionally were not there to support the ministry no, of Jesus. Were- they were to, to <laughs> nitpick it. They were there to criticize. Oh, and, and lay blame. And lay blame. And it's so powerful to read this. In verse 17, Luke 5, it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. So the majority of the crowd was, you might say, actually kind of a hostile group. They weren't there to support him. There might be some curious ones mixed in there, but the majority of them are trying to find fault with his words, trying to catch him in what they would consider blasphemy. And and they actually they, they think they do it if you read on here and we'll get there. But this is we don't want to rush past this. And it says the power of the Lord was present to heal them. OK, so the power of the Lord was present. It was present and it was present to heal them. Mm hmm. But none of them got healed that day. Uh-oh. Now, that's a lesson for us. Oh. The power was present to heal them, but none of them got healed. The only one that got healed was someone who broke into the room, literally, because what you see is these men, verse 18, four guys carried their friend. We always like to call him Joe. They carried Joe, their buddy, and they get him up on the roof. When they couldn't find a way to get in through the doors, they go up, verse 19, up on the roof. Take the roof off. Rip the tiling. Hello. And let him down on his mat in the midst before Jesus. Now, verse 20, when he saw their faith. No, see, faith is not a passive thing. No. Faith is a, is an action. They they reason they were ripping the roof off. The reason they got there, and if you've ever worked with uh, people that are crippled and paralyzed. That was no easy task. (laughs) No easy task because that mat would be like a wheelchair today. And a wheelchair is a a, a security, you know. And so you're you're really upending this guy's security. And they're getting him up on a roof. They're ripping open the tiling. And they're going to lower him suspended on this couch or this mat into the midst before Jesus. And verse 20, when he saw their faith, he said to the man, we'll just say Joe. He said to Joe, Joe. Your sins are forgiven you. Hello. And remember why we talked about the crowd who was there, the one that the power of the Lord was present to heal? The scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this that speaks blasphemies? They did not like what he said. Nope. They thought they had their evidence now. He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God 
alone. When Jesus perceived their thoughts, this is verse 22, he answered and said, Why are you reasoning in your hearts? Which is easier to say? Notice he didn't say which is harder. That's a point worth considering. Which is easier to say? Your sins are forgiven or rise up and walk. But that you may know the Son of Man has power on earth, authority we might say, to forgive sins. He said to the sick of the Paul, he said to Joe, Joe, get up, take up your couch, go go home. And immediately he rose up before them took up on the couch wherein he laid, and he departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed, and they glorified God, and were filled with fear, saying, We have seen strange things today. Oh, strange things. (laughs) Now, here's one of the reasons we wanted to look at this healing in particular, because it's very important that we realize Jesus connected the forgiveness of sins to, to healing. healing. Mm-hmm. He, he really made him synonymous. He said the same the, authority. Same same way. That if I'm going to announce your sins are forgiven, then I can announce you're, you're healed. healed. Get up and walk. And he didn't say which is harder. Verse 23 says, which is easier for me to say, rise up and walk or your sins are forgiven. And this is so interesting because the forgiveness of sins really is the heartbeat of the gospel. Yes. You know, it's it Jesus came as the Lamb of God. Remember John the Baptist? He saw him across the river. He said, Behold, yes. the Lamb of God, yes, which takes, takes away, away the, the sin, sin of, of the, the world. world. Mm-hmm. John three sixteen. many people know that, and they sometimes drop off 17. But John three sixteen and 17 says, For God so loved the world, that he sent his only begotten son, that whoever you know would believe on him would not perish, but have everlasting life. And then verse 17 said, For God did not send his son to the world to condemn it, but that the world through him might be saved, might be forgiven, might be healed, might be protected, delivered, provided mm-hmm. for. That sozo salvation is a is a whole word. It's a word that peace uh, defines. Nothing missing, nothing right. broken. But notice in, in this account in Luke 5, he connects the forgiveness of sins and healing by saying, listen, which is easier for me to say? Because when he laid his life down on the cross... Mm-hmm. And when he raised up victorious and was resurrected the third day, mm-hmm. the same act that took our sin away, it also removed everything sin everything. brought into mm-hmm. our human experience. Because there was no sickness until sin entered in. That's there right. was no lack until That's sin right. entered in. There was no depression mm-hmm. or fear until sin entered in. There was no shame, guilt, on and on. So when he dealt with our sins, that's the root of all these other fruits that grew out of sin. That's right. So there's something so powerful about receiving the forgiveness that Jesus offers, realizing that in that forgiveness, like First Peter 2.24, right, who in his own body, he bore our own sins yeah. so that we having died unto our sins yes. might live unto righteousness, live unto righteousness by whose stripes 
we, we were, were healed. healed. Amen. Amen. So this is this is what we wanted to kind of share with you today is the connection between forgiveness of sins. That's right. And the healing that came to this man. Now, this was not just a minor ailment. I mean, this man was paralyzed. We don't know how long, but it says he was sick of a palsy. He was in dire paralysis. But notice how these four friends got this man to Jesus. That's right. And that's something that we can do in prayer. We can help get people to Jesus. We can help people get connected with the love he has for them. We can help people get connected with the power of God for them. You know, there's a scripture in Romans 1.16 that says um, um, the gospel is the power of God. The power of God. Unto salvation. That's right. For everyone who believes. Mm-hmm. So there's kind of two layers to that. First of all, those who believe and receive the gospel can have power come to them. Yes. But also those who believe and receive the gospel can have power flow through them. So when we're talking about these healings, it's not just so that we can receive healing. Mm-hmm. It's also so that in our homes, our families, our marriages, just our daily life, we can also be those who have confidence to go out on the Great Commission and like Mark 16 says, lay hands on the sick and let them recover. Amen. We can find confidence that knowing just like you could share with someone boldly and confidently want you to know Jesus paid the price for your sins. Jesus died on the cross and rose the third day. And we could tell someone confidently, Mm -hmm. your sins are forgiven. Well, and I think what you're saying in summing this up is found in in Ephesians 3.19. And it's, and to know the love of Christ with which passes all knowledge mm-hmm. that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Amen. Being filled with the fullness of God, that salvation, that's healing. Mm. I mean, but it, but it's it, it's foundation. Its very foundation yes. is in the love of God. In the love of God, and and that's that's what Jesus said in that account in Luke five. Mm-hmm. You know which. Which, what's easier mm-hmm. to say, you're forgiven, mm-hmm. I love you, yep. or rise and walk, I, I love, love you. you. Amen. See, they all come from the same, from the same root of mm-hmm. the love of God, and it which passes all understanding. Mm-hmm. So we just speak um, to anyone that's listening today. Amen. Just of an encouragement. You're his beloved. Amen. You're his beloved. He loves you. And may you know the love of Christ, which passes all knowledge, that you're filled. You're filled with all the fullness, fullness of God. Amen. Today, in every way, you're 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 filled with the goodness of God. Spirit, soul, Soul and body. body. Amen. Amen. And so we'll leave you with this scripture, Romans 8, 32. He who spared not his only son, but delivered him up for us all, 
how shall he not with him also freely, freely give us give. all things? Amen. Amen. So hope you enjoyed this conversation I know. today. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I had my faith stirred, my yeah. hope and yeah. uh and again, it's good just, reminders. It is the good word reminder. of God is such good reminding. You know, I mean, it's it just the word of God. It's it's so much. It's life. It's life. It's medicine to all our flesh. Amen. That's right. So we do like to leave you with a blessing. And uh, we hope you'll check out our other podcast and check out our website, SpelmanMinistries.org. If you want to get on the mailing list for a daily or weekly devotional, we send it out each Monday. We'd love to encourage your conversations through that weekly devotional as well. So feel free to check out the website, SpelmanMinistries.org. Or if you want to communicate with us, we just need to have an email. That's right. SpelmanMinistries at gmail. Dot com. May the Lord bless you. He keeps you. May he make his face to shine upon you. Lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.